Now, for lots of people, a calling is not something you just know from birth. Instead, it's something that kind of sneaks up on you. Like a herd of cows. Real slow-like. Texas style. Everybody has a favorite childhood storybook. The one you want your mom to read you when she tucks you in at night. I grew up in Germany till I was six, so I brought this with me. The book is called uh, Zarephim and His Wonder Machine. You all tucked in? Ready for story time? Seraphin and the Wonder Machine by Philippe Fee. In the book, Seraphin is an oddball pack rat who loves to acquire, well, junk. Seraphin loved to stroll through the flea market. There, he accumulated the strangest items. A broken crystal vase, a handbook for growing begonias, a bust of Socrates. Seraphin reconstructs this ordinary junk into extraordinary things. And that stuck with Vince, even after he grew up. Well, my first real sculpture that I did in the backyard was when I was 16. It was a pyramid of junk. You know, it's like a Mayan pyramid where it's got stuff inside of stuff inside of stuff. And that was built out of the remnants of these two dumps. So you really identify with this tinkerer guy? I do, I do. Totally identify with that. In the book, Seraphin inherits a rundown estate and winds up renovating it into a complex palatial home made out of his flea market finds. His house was not quite like any other house. Countless secret spots and always new surprises. So this is this is very similar to my story. Because in 1989, when Vince finally had his own place in Austin, Texas, he started construction on a building made out of junk in his own backyard. That's the way it started, really, with hubcaps along the fence and then these individual freestanding towers. Started in 89, and by 93, I had the first domed room. He lashed together baby dolls, electrodes, signs. Do you ever weld stuff no. together? No welding. It's all just connected stuff with other stuff. Puzzled and wired together. Uh-huh. It's MacGyvered. The building grew two stories tall, 30 feet high. There is a garden of televisions, a wall made entirely of bicycle parts, a throne, toys, shopping carts, bottles, bowling balls. They're not in mint condition, any of these things. They've had a previous existence. They have these stories behind them. There's a time clock, completely burned out. It's stopped at 9.01, and it's got a dent in the top of it. And I wonder, what happened? Did this guy come in at 9.01? did start at the usual time. His boss yell at him and he just go postal. Burn the place down. <laughs> what is the story behind that? I want to know. But I'll never know. And when you compare Vince's masterpiece to the picture of Seraphin's house. Ta-da! Oh, wow. This one looks just like something that would be in here. It does. Well, see what I'm saying? There's similarities here. It looks remarkably like this. Vince had lived out his childhood storybook fantasy. Once word got out about his structure, thousands of people came to see it. It's a magical space. Have you ever built a treehouse or a fort? Inside that space, your rules apply. You know, and the outside world doesn't apply anymore. When people see these different objects, they're immediately transported to another world of memory. You know, oh, grandma had this, or I had one of those. People started bringing junk for Vince to use. They asked if they could hold events there, so he built a stage. And he decided to call it the Cathedral of Junk. It's very much like a cathedral. 
And they're used as a, as a center of the community. They're used for special occasions to celebrate. It's the same way this cathedral is used. I've had probably two weddings a year here ever since. We used to have crazy parties till dawn here. It could have gone like this year after year, if not for the fact that one day, these men arrived with letters full of official stamps and signatures. Seraphin understood only that they were using evil words. Dispossession, residential development, tear down legally, move out immediately. Bureaucracy hates magic. Magic is unpredictable. It doesn't follow the rules. And so it was only a matter of time before officials came knocking on Vince's door as well. The city guy, the one thing that he made me clean up was the TVs. He said, well, you know, they're just a pile. Uh, and I'm like, well, what kind of expert are you on piles exactly? The pyramids are just a pile of rocks. And actually, you and I are just glorified piles. But he didn't buy that. No, of course he didn't buy it. So Vince cleaned up the TVs. Over the years, more inspectors came, suggested small changes, and Vince made them. Better to comply if you can. That worked until the city shut me down. In March of 2010, very serious. Like, you need a building permit for your auxiliary structure. They only gave me seven days to comply. And it's like, guys, you know what? This is probably going to take longer than seven days to deal with. So, am I supposed to take this seriously? Well, yeah, I did have to take it seriously because their trump card, if they're not happy with it, they can turn off my power, bulldoze it, charge me for it, and take me to civil court. And they put a red placard up front that said, Dangerous conditions exist. I call it my scarlet letter. In order for Vince to get the building permit, he would need to clear huge chunks of the cathedral off the property and have an engineer certify it as structurally sound. And I was like, well, this is not gonna happen. I'm not gonna be able to get a building permit. My life's work being torn down, it was horrible. It was, you know, I definitely did some crying. I had cancer when I was a kid too, and actually this is, this rates up there with it. It's pretty bad, it was bad. The officials knocked loudly. They demanded to move the inhabitants out immediately so that they could start tearing down the house. Come down immediately, they shouted from down below, or we will get you down. Seraphin won't surrender. The bulldozers approach his house and he flees up to the top of his turrets and then he just sort of steps off them into the night sky. And that's it. That's the end that's not very satisfactory to me. In real life, where the story diverges from his story, was that he didn't get the people of whatever city that he lived in to, to help him out. News of the cathedral's troubles got out to the press. Owner of the so-called Cathedral of Junk here in Austin. Really, all anybody heard was cathedral to be demolished. The people of Austin came out and supported me, and, and then they rallied. These volunteers, they all volunteered their time. Vince got more time to get the permit. And he realized that with the community behind him, the cathedral might have a chance of surviving. First, volunteers helped Vince clear 40 tons of junk off the property. Then the cathedral, which was bound together by wire, was tested to see how stable it was. We had to do a weight test up here and we put 400 gallons of water up here. That's uh, 3,200 pounds of water. And it's been through a 74 mile an hour wind. And it didn't budge. The cathedral was solid. His friends threw him a benefit at a local bar. I had to give a speech in front of everybody, and that's when I, I called it the, the People's Cathedral of Junk, and I thanked them all. And that was really a, a good moment to know that so many people were behind me. It's not just my story, it's the story of Austin. And finally, after seven months... I did get the building permit. Everything's totally legal. It turns out, 
Vince got more than a fairy tale ending. The ending of the book was always unsatisfactory to me. This is much more satisfactory to me. This is a real life ending, and it's a happy ending. So, you know, what could be better than that? Here's the secret about the piece you just heard. Most of the music for that story, including the song you're listening to right now, this song was made out of sounds recorded from the cathedral's chimes, from the spokes and other parts. (laughs) It's deep like that. Check out snapjudgment.org for more information. Special thanks to Vince Hanneman. The story narration there was done by Katie Laird, and the piece was produced by Stephanie Fu. And I know she had a real good time down there in Texas. Get her done. You are listening to Snap Judgment. And to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.